At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Happy Friday to you. And Amal, let's start out with the result in South Florida last night. I don't know the number. I mean, the number's there, but I don't want to know it. I want to be surprised tomorrow at 4 o'clock Pacific when Jeff Benson and Derek Stevens give the answer. I don't want to know how many people were on the Ravens, but I suspect it was north of 200 out of about the 700 left in the pool. You were not one of them. You did not dive in on the Ravens as so many of us did. Well, I took the Ravens already, so I couldn't yeah. use them, but I wouldn't have taken them in that spot. Coming off an overtime game, short week, turnaround on the I mean, road. You did nothing with it. You didn't tease them. You didn't. You stayed away from the game. Oh, listen, when you put that three units on there, on that mm-hmm. one, I said, I said to myself, I said, oh, God, this guy's in trouble. Big trouble. I will because, well, listen, well, I couldn't well. say anything this week. I've had a terrible week. I've here's been 0-4, right. so here's I couldn't say anything. Here's, here's but I, I just remember I texted yeah. at halftime. Somebody goes to me, do you take the Ravens minus three second half? I said, they're not winning this football game. Number one, I didn't know Brissett would get hurt. Okay. Because that definitely changed the game, in my opinion. I two, thought it was the two, lack of coverage by the Ravens. And number two, that's an unplayable field. Shame on the NFL. That is an unsafe condition. That was painted mud, that field in Miami. Well, then John Harbaugh should have taken his team. Take like, him right like, off the like field. Brian Billick did in Philadelphia yep. and taking the team right off the field and say we're not playing. Yeah. I, I do agree with you. The t- uh, field conditions were tough, but last time I checked, Miami played in the same conditions. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and then and then shame on shame on me for backing a team with Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator. What? Send this guy back to Holy Spirit. I'm seeking. What a joke. <laughs> By the way, how about speaking- going tempo? How about changing something up? Now nah, we're just going to keep punting <laughs> and punting and punting and running screens for no yards and running screens for no yards. Throw a slant on third down and punt the ball. So remember when the, I, I think it might've been second quarter. I don't remember when it was uh, actually third quarter, the Dolphins punt and the Ravens have the ball around midfield. And it's, it's six to three at this point in time. And I said to myself, I said, oh, well, I texted somebody. I said, if, if the Dolphins are going to win this game, they're going to have to win it basically by a score of six to three. This offense is doing nothing. I thought for sure the Ravens have got at least three points. They're probably going to get a touchdown and pull away in this game, but they didn't do that. And give the Miami Dolphins defense credit. I thought they really made some plays. And Xavier Howard may have made the defensive play of the weekend. That strip fumble, picking it up yeah. and going all the way. Well, well, the strip and then picking it up in stride. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and taking it down the sideline. You, you know what was, it was tough. To, it, it, circa, we have a, the first touchdown prop. It was like, I don't know what it was, 150 to one or whatever. There'd be 200 to one. There'd be no touchdown. The guy had like $50 on it. An heartbreaking ticket, right? I mean, you you thought that was a game that actually there could have been no touchdown. It could have been a 6-3, 9-3, 9-6 final. It really was. But you know when I knew the Ravens were in trouble? When Mr. Automatic, Justin Tucker, missed that second field goal. Listen, I, I get the field conditions, but Justin Tucker doesn't miss anything. And when he comes out there and he misses that one wide right, I said, oh, this is one of those games. But when you look at it, Mike, 
They played an overtime game that went almost the full 10 minutes. Now you got to turn around. Think about this. They're traveling on Wednesday down to South Florida. For people that are unaware, teams travel the day before the game. And now you're in a situation in a game where nothing is going right offensively. Everything, like every time they get yardage, they would lose yards in the next play. Yeah. First down, and it's always be second and 15, second and 17, second and... And and the field did affect Lamar's ability really to scramble around in the pocket. He really couldn't get much mobility there, but... Uh, do you think I, it affected his ability to throw with accuracy? No, we've seen that since Louisville. <laughs> I do have one question for you before we get off this game. The Mark Andrews reversal of the call on that tip play. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, can somebody tell me how this was reversed? I don't see a single situation in which this ball hit the ground, and I was pulling for the Dolphins yeah. last night. I, I don't get that call. I thought it was a horrendous call. I agree with you there. Um, bottom line now, does this affect your belief that the Ravens are still going to win the AFC North? No, because the problem is when you look at the other three teams, they're just not quite there in other facets that they're going to take advantage of it completely. You know, Pittsburgh has some deficiencies. We know the Browns have some deficiencies, but the Browns match up well against the Ravens and the Bengals still, I don't think they're on that level of these other teams. By the way, though, we shouldn't really be surprised by the Ravens' 6-3 and three record. Barely escaped uh, Detroit with an NFL record field goal. Uh, very fortunate against the Colts, whose kicker missed a kick that really changed the fortunes of that game on an extra point. And then the game they had against Minnesota. That was a game they could have easily lost. So this is the team you shouldn't be surprised that we're once again in another game. You do not believe the Ravens are a serious contender to go to the Super Bowl? I don't think when you get into the postseason and you face off against competent defenses that can put pressure on the quarterback with a four-man rush, that Lamar Jack- Jackson's lack of accuracy won't come back to haunt them. You know you know what I'm concerned about? Forget the in- interception potential or an incompletion. He's going to hurt one of these receivers. These balls are so errant. These guys are lunging at it like they're trying to draw- catch somebody jumping out of a building. Dolphins sit at 3-7 and seven now. 1-7, and seven and they get two consecutive victories over the Texans. Um, and the Ravens, both at home, um, any shot for the Dolphins to make the playoffs? I don't think so. They're a bad football team. I mean, decent they, defensively. Yeah, but the problem is when your offense is going yeah. three and out every time, you put so much pressure on this defense. I like Miles Gaskin at the tailback position. Uh, Parker, they've got some, you know, Gesicki last night probably had the worst game of his career. He was oh. dropping everything. Um, but the reality of it is their quarterback play is horrendous. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett and Tua, these guys, I mean, they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. All right, odds for the AFC North right now. Ravens still the favorite at minus 110. I think if the Browns go into New England, are impressive in New England, then I have to take a second look at them. You know I was high on them. I have, I have a ticket on them to win the division, um, but disappointed in the results, not last week, but in the previous uh, three weeks. Um, so that'll be a key matchup this week. And want to talk quickly about the OBJ news. The Rams uh, end up signing him. Is this a good move for the Rams, and is it a good move for OBJ? I think it's a good move for OBJ. Gets to play in a big market in Los Angeles, which he wanted. And the, he gives them a deep threat that they're somewhat lacking. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are probably the best combination of in terms of short and intermediate route receivers. But now you've got a guy that can really stretch the field, unlike Deshaun Jackson. And I give the Rams credit for moving on from Deshaun Jackson. Wasn't adding enough value and was a bit of a distraction. Had time to move on. And now OBJ, I think he's a guy potentially could really help them. Let's see how this works out. Because the Rams... I'm telling you right now, Mike, this is like a poker game where they're like, hey, can I throw my car keys in chips only allowed? They want to throw the car keys. I mean, everything is in the center of the table you right now for Matthew this team. think Matthew Stafford was 38 years old the way they're playing this? <laughs> I mean, this is their you, last you, The you window's mean, closing. We got to go now. Window's not closing. They're folding the franchise after this year. Guys, we win the Super Bowl. It's our last game in franchise history. We're leaving. Forget the $4 billion stadium. Early retirement for McVay, maybe, after this year. <laughs> exactly. Get that ring and out. Exactly. Or on to greener pastures. Um I talked about Browns and Patriots. I think it's uh, the best matchup of the weekend, actually. Um, both teams coming off wins. Patriots have been very improved, especially on the defensive end of the football. And let's face it, all if they don't give up 24 yards on third and 25 to the Cowboys, they're winning that game yeah. as well. Uh, and I think we think of them differently. They are on a three-game winning streak since that loss to the Cowboys. Um, Browns win, loss, win, loss the last four weeks. Uh, this line has moved a little bit. Uh, we saw it dip down to one and a half. It's back up to two and a half. Patriots, the home favorite here with a total of 46. Are you going to have a play on this game? I am not a two and a half. The Browns get to three. I would take the Browns. I think this is going to be a field goal game either way. I, I think, think this is a tease up game. Yeah, with you on yeah. that one. I think we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. This is one you can tease up. I would agree with that for sure. The other thing is, Mike, to me, when I look at this, this is a huge game in terms of the AFC wild card because the loser of this game is going to really face an uphill battle sitting at five and five and then having the head to head against a potential a team that you're competing against to get into the postseason. Um, 
if you're Baker and you want to show that you want that elite money and you want to get paid and be the franchise quarterback, this is the type of game you have to win. Are you surprised this is an early time slot game, 10 a.m. in Foxborough, that this wasn't moved to a later time slot? No, because when you look at the later time slots, yeah. remember CBS has, the, excuse me, Fox has the doubleheader, and that's yeah. AR-12 and uh, the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, Lions and Steelers staying with the other team in the AFC North. Steelers off the uh, field goal win over the Bears, win by two with the last-minute field goal on Monday Night Football. Short week for them. Lions come off the bye. Steelers, this number is uh, started at nine. It's down to eight. Total of 42-and-a-half. Are you tempted to take the eight in this spot? Uh, with Detroit, I, I would be before I lay it. I wouldn't yeah. want to lay eight with the Steelers against the UConn Huskies. Uh, but when you look, would you at, like to lay forty-two with Clemson against the UConn Huskies? They'll cover that number. I think, I think so too, because they're, they're not going to score. Can you, I like a prop bet. UConn will not score yeah. over under a half point. Right? I'd, I'd like that alternate you alternate know, team total. The Clemson defense gets completely over. We're getting off topic here, yeah, yeah, and I did it. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. Clemson. I went to the UConn line. For, uh, how about the total here? Forty-two and a half. Uh, no interest in that no. because the one thing is this Detroit defense is bad enough where the Steelers could look good. Najee could have a big day on Sunday. All right. Um, he better. Bill's off that uh, almost inexplicable loss to Urban Meyer. Uh, stay on the road, but they get to go back to New York. They're taking on the Jets, who played on Thursday night last week in Indianapolis. So Jets have a little bit more rest. The formula to beating the Bills is to get pressure uh, on Allen. The three times, three teams that did that all beat the Bills. Um Will the Jets be able to generate any pressure on him? This number sits at 11 in favor of the road team, 47 and a half. Yeah, I think it's too big of a number right now when you look at it, it's coming down. I think I would have to take the Jets here plus the points. You look at this team outside of that game against the Patriots, they've been they've played well at home in their matchups. Right? I think they've only had three home games. They lost and got waxed by the Patriots, but they beat the Bengals. They beat, uh, um, who was the, I forgot the other game that they won. Oh, they beat, they beat Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. You, yeah, Tennessee. And so... <laughs> When you look at it, this team has played much better at home. 11 is a big number here. I would take the Jets before I lay with Buffalo. I don't know if the Jets can win this game outright, but with Mike White, they got a much better chance. Uh, do the do you get a more focused Bills team? Is that is that something in the NFL? I mean, these guys are professionals playing every week, but are they more focused after the loss to a team that only had one win? Well, hold on a second here. If you're going to go with that theory that they're always focused, then you're going to you're going to rain on everybody's parade here that always has the look ahead spot. I mean, that's a prerequisite for every other show to use the term look ahead spot. Uh, but in terms of this, I'm with you. I think the Buffalo Bills come back and refocus. Anytime you get certain teams off of a loss, that was one of the reasons why I thought the Ravens against Minnesota would win that football game was because they were coming off of a loss. You get a little, to your point, I think you do get a refocused team. They were coming off of a loss, a bad home loss, and a bye, and a bye, and trailed by 14 twice in that game to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but the way they played in the first half, I said, oh, they're within 14, they got yeah. a chance. All right. Uh, Cowboys uh, lose at home last week to Denver. They stay at home to host the Falcons. These two teams seem to play, even though they're not in the same division. Don't they play every year? Cowboys and Falcons, it seems like that. Atlanta's catching eight here at Jerry World. Total 54 and a half. Yeah, I think this is going to be a tough one uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, in my opinion, in terms of covering the number. I think Atlanta's probably a little bit better than people give them credit for. You made a point about Arthur Smith and this team starting to come around. Falcons, I think, have won four out of five. Uh, they've done a nice job. I thought they really showed some resiliency in terms of that game against New Orleans. They blow the lead, they hit the big play to Patterson, and then they win the game. I think if the Falcons turn the ball over once or less, they're probably winning this game. I like the points here. All right, when we come back, we're going to look at the top matchups in college football this weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, and Amal's favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N dot C-O-M slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is odds on. Amal Shaw here with Mike Palm. And we're going to switch our focus to college football this weekend. Some good matchups, especially in the Big Ten, I think. And let's start out with the big game uh, at Happy Valley. The Michigan Wolverines come into this game favored by a point, Amal, with a total of 48 and a half. You believe the wrong team is favored here. Well, I mean, look, I I think Penn State's a lot better than they're given credit for the last several weeks because they've had those losses, particularly the Illinois loss. But the game against Iowa, I think they would have won if Clifford doesn't get hurt. First of all, Clifford was not right in that Illinois game. You could see. Absolutely. You could see early on. You know in that game against Illinois, they ran the ball the first nine times and 16 out of the first 18 plays. They were afraid to even let him throw the ball. But with that being said, I still yeah. think Michigan is a complete football team mm-hmm. who really kind of blew the game. A couple of calls went against them in, in East Lansing. Uh, I lean towards the Wolverines here. Oh, you do? Okay. I, I look, I, surprises I think Penn, me a little bit because you said you'd have made this Penn State minus two. I would have, but mm-hmm. I still think Michigan's going to win the game on the road. I'm just saying what I thought the line should have been. How about the total, 48 and a half? I have no play on that one mm-hmm. because the Michigan game sometimes, like you would have never thought the Michigan-Michigan State game would have been that high scoring. No, I had it under. And I had no shot in the game. I had a shot for about a quarter. That, that, that was it, though. I really, I really didn't have a sweat. Uh, until that 93-yard touchdown my, my, pass. My only, yeah, I know. My only sweat was seeing if Michigan State would come back and beat him. All right, here's another game that uh, you, you, don't, uh, you don't necessarily like the uh, undefeated team here. Oklahoma goes to Waco to take on Baylor. Baylor coming off a bad loss, in my opinion, at TCU. Number stayed steady now. I'm all six down to five and a half, and it's been five and a half for a couple of days now in favor of the Sooners. Ranked eighth, despite being undefeated in the uh, college football playoff uh, poll. Minus 280, uh, 235 on the money line with a total of 62. You say this number is a, should have been seven, but still no play on it. Well, I actually have a play. You do? Yeah. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on. But, you know, Oklahoma's coming off of a bye here. I thought they found their footing in that game against Texas Tech in the first half. They outscored him 28-7 from that second half. And this team's a little bit different under Caleb Williams. Seems to be a certain moxie this team has. And if they're going to make a push towards the playoff, now is their opportunity to really make a good showing, which I still think, regardless of where they are, they'll be just fine because Michigan Michigan State potentially and Ohio State, two of those three teams are going to fall uh, behind Oklahoma eventually, assuming the Sooners run the table. So they're, they're in pretty good position here. It's never easy going into Baylor for them. But I think this is a game I'm talking about in the last 10 years. Both, before, before that, you always love going to Baylor. Yeah, both these two games in the 9 a.m. Pacific window, too, as yeah. well. That's good. Uh, good action to start that, the day That helps off, Oklahoma, by the way, the earlier start time. Okay. Yeah, I think it always helps the road team. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Because the fans the fans aren't going to get there to tailgate at 3 a.m., okay, <laughs> right? So, and the, the, there's less drinking before kickoff. And for, for the student sections, these early games are sometimes not full. Now, I was wrong on that Iowa-Wisconsin game. 
Remember, I said the students wouldn't get there till halftime. They were there at the beginning of that game. Well, you know, the other thing is, remember with Baylor, if Waco's a smaller town, you have a lot of people that come in to Waco to support the Bears might be coming in from Austin or Dallas. So you got to drive in earlier start time, but it should be a good one. Um, this is uh, one of the games that I like the best of any, and that's going to be at Kinnick State. And Minnesota, off a really bad loss at home to Illinois, comes in to take on Iowa, who got a little bit healthy with the win over Northwestern on Saturday night. Iowa opened, uh, Iowa opened five here. It's down to four and a half. The total of them all, 37 and a half. This game goes 12.30 Pacific, uh, 3.30 Eastern. Yeah, to me, this is an interesting matchup. I lean towards the Gophers here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in this Iowa team offensively. Money coming in on Minnesota as well. Uh, Minnesota is one of those teams that play up to or down to the level of their competition. If you look at them, they're terrible. At, they've been bad at home. Been bad. Oh, they only beat Nebraska at home. I mean, they lost to Bowling Green at home. They lost to Illinois at home. But they home. were an underdog in that game against Nebraska. They go, yes, they were. You know, let's inexplicably. Let's people are remembering 30 years ago. Uh, but on the road, they've been much better. They went at Purdue. I thought that was a good win at Purdue. And it's flattered by the fact that Purdue has played well since then. And and actually, Amal, I think Minnesota's going to win this game. I tend to agree with you. I think they've got a great chance to win this football Two years game. ago, they, they came into Iowa. Both these teams were very uh, highly ranked, right? I think they one had one loss, one had no losses. And they competed with Iowa and won a close game. I think they're winning another close game, low-scoring game. This game has 2017 written all over it, 17-14, something like that. Uh, Your university, Ohio State, hosting Purdue this week. We've seen Ohio State money come in here. Now, this game is up to 21. You said if it gets to 21, you probably take the Boilermakers. Total is 63. You have a play on this game also coming up in the plays. I took Purdue here plus 21. I think it's too many points. I think Purdue's going to be competitive. Bell has been tremendous. In the two games he's played against top five opponents, Iowa and Michigan State, he's got 22 catches. And if Aiden O'Connell can just be efficient, he doesn't have to be great. Remember, we're not trying to win the football game here. We're just trying to stay within three touchdowns. It's a big number, you're asking. And I don't think Ohio State, the way they played offensive the last couple of weeks, is justified in being this big of a favorite, Mike. I don't either. We talked preseason about coaches on the hot seat. We said Jeff Brom. I think he's kind of alleviating that hot seat, right? Well, he's ranked number 19, <laughs> six and three, wins against number two and number three opponents. I mean, done a tremendous job. And you look at the losses. Uh, they've only scored 13 points in their three losses. Notre Dame, Wisconsin, and I forgot the other game, but um, uh, this is a team that's been pretty competitive in a lot of spots. I think it was Minnesota. And they went to Nebraska and won as well. Yeah. Uh, if this game was uh, was at West Lafayette, what would the number be? Buckeyes probably about 14. I think it'd be less than 14. I think it'd be like 12 and a half, 13. Uh, tw- I, you know, I was thinking that initially, yeah. but it, you know, that's a, that's a big swing there from a home and away situation, but... Even, even t- let's say, 12 and a half, 13, somewhere at least between that number. Never forget that game in West Lafayette where uh, Dwayne Haskins threw 70 passes in that, <laughs> in that loss. Uh, Georgia, number one undefeated. They go to Tennessee. This number is 20 with a total of 56. I've seen some people on this network uh, who like Tennessee in this spot because of the quick pace of the Tennessee offense. They run plays per second faster than anybody in the country. Maybe they're able to uh, tire this Georgia defense a little bit, but here's the thing: you got to get first downs before you start doing that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to complete those passes. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm not going to touch this football game, but I think Tennessee's in a little bit of trouble here. You're going to get an idea early on if they're going to be able to be in this game or they're going to get blown out. And I think that'll really kind of be the telltale sign. Look, we've seen tr- teams, other teams, try to do this against Georgia. Nobody's had any success, so I don't know why all of a sudden we're relying on the Volunteers to be able to be successful. Typical, a good fit there in Knoxville. I think so, at least in terms of where they've been going. Listen, you know, unless you want to bring back the Derek Dooleys of the world, I well, think at this really, point, really, since Phil Fulmer, nothing really, nothing, right? No. Nothing. It, th- that's why all these teams that continues to make these coaching changes, that's one thing I'll point to with Ohio State, right? They've had, I think, six coaches since 1951. I mean, what about Iowa? I- I was had two coaches in 45 years. Yeah, that's because like your that. athletic department is so dumb and they continuously give Kirk Ferentz Mr. 7-5. and five. You know, Kirk Ferentz is oh, number two in the, t- in the country. And Does we anybody know- hate Kirk Ferentz more than you? No, and by the way, can we just remember, <laughs> can we just remember Drew Tate in the Capital One Bowl for bailing out Kirk Ferentz for the bad clock management? Well, you know, they, they, they knew they dissected that, that prevent LSU defense. Yeah, we're going to throw <laughs> 50 yards in the last play of the game for the touchdown to win it. We can't manage the clock, but we got the tater. Um, big showdown in the Sunshine State. Yes. As Miami goes north to, to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. Uh, Miami much improved after the quarterback change. Uh, I mean, I don't know that there's been a more significant change at quarterback this year that's helped the team more than Miami. They're laying two and a half here on the road at the Dope. Total of 61. 
I like the Canes going into the Doak here. I think Van Dyke has been a far upgrade. Miami's playing with some momentum and some energy. And if you're the University of Miami, you're like, gosh, we're going to be stuck with Manny for another year, especially if they win this game. He'd be, Van Dyke be, better be getting a nice Christmas present from Manny. He must better save be, his job. He better be getting an NIL deal from the Diaz family. For uh, sponsorship. SEC, Texas A&M, Jimbo. They go to Oxford to take on Old Miss A&M with that. That this is probably the best defense they've had since the wrecking crew. They're laying, yes. yeah, I think so. They're laying two and a half on the road here, total of 57 and a half. Yeah, it might be a better defense than the wrecking crew because of the way college football is played no. today from an offensive standpoint. But this is going to be an interesting matchup. Mike, I lean again here. I'm not a big fan of laying these types of numbers on the road, but I like AM. I think this defense is so complete. They're going to really put a lot of pressure. And I think once in a while, and you and I, I, would te- I was texting you about this during the Auburn Ole Miss game. I said, somebody should be Lane Kiffin's casino host because this guy is yeah. one who's willing to double down. <laughs> on a 20, and, you know, hope he hits a single ace. But I think in situations against a team like A&M, you can't take unnecessary risk on fourth down. you got a fourth and three at the 39-yard uh, line. Sometimes you got to punt and play it safe. I think Lane's going to take some unnecessary risk, and I think Calzado and company are going to be able to take advantage of it. Ole Miss win, excuse me, A&M wins this game. I think this total might be a little bit too high as well, uh, but I'm probably a wait-and-see in-game approach for me here. The final game we're going to talk about in this segment used to be played the Friday after Thanksgiving getting played this week at LSU, the Razorbacks of Arkansas uh, travel there, minus two and a half. Again, a lot of two and a half on the road we're seeing here. Favorites, a little less than a field goal road favorites. Total of 59 here. LSU, obviously, great effort against Alabama. Had a shot to win that game. Is that a letdown for them here? Do you like the Hogs on the road? I, I do not. Tough spot here. I think this is going to be a competitive game. We're very impressed with LSU's performance. By the way, one of the all-time great games in this series, 2007. Darren McFadden and them at Tiger Stadium. All right, when we come back, we'll pick it up with the NFL. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com for you to keep up with the key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get the current odds as well as movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, our betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vsin.com slash NFL. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Have you been betting much college basketball? I so have, far? I have not. And you know what? I would have lost the one game I was going to take yesterday on in play. Couldn't get it in on Arizona State minus a point. That when you were texting me about can you get into your account? <laughs> <laughs> and Arizona. They lost, right? Yeah, they lost on a buzzer beater. Because like the UCLA Insta, uh, Twitter yeah. account was posted at the end of the game oh, laughing, right? <laughs> laughing at Arizona State. Yeah, because they lost to another UC school. Yeah, Riverside. right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the only reason I know. I saw it on Twitter, the last second shot. I just put on the game on the Pac-12 network. And I'm telling you, Mike, as I put on the game, in my life, I couldn't have timed it any better. I literally see the ball traveling through the air. I didn't even see the shot release, so I didn't know it's, if the, he beat the, the red time. clock already gone off, and the was. ball was in the air right yeah, now. So I was like, so I'm like, is it good? Is it not good? And the commentators weren't really saying anything. I see the replay. I'm like, oh, it's good. Where'd the good player from Arizona State go? Remy Martin, Kansas. Re- Kansas, yeah. Yep. He's a three-time all uh, Pac-12 player. What a player. move for Kansas. Huge, uh-huh. yeah. Three-season Pac-12 player of the year. Amazing. Um, all right, let's get back to the NFL, Amal. Uh, Saints at Titans. This is an interesting game. He game, obviously, for both teams in the playoff race. Saints off the home loss. Um, now they traveled to Tennessee. Tennessee off the big Sunday night win at SoFi against the Rams. Titans are two and a half here with a total of 44. Can you trust the Saints um, given their quarterback situation? I cannot. The Tennessee defense has played much better than I anticipated. And New Orleans, though, Kamara didn't practice earlier this week. That's a big concern. His health, that's going to be a huge blow if he doesn't go. I am surprised this number is below three. Because when I looked earlier, it was at three. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised people are taking the Saints here in the spot. Yeah. Um, I have a play on this game. It's on the total. Let's go to the Washington football team. They have a bye week, and now they— know they were still playing. Yeah, they are. I have forgotten about them as well. Um, I thought they were just reading emails in the NFL offices. <laughs> They're hosting the defending <laughs> defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. Uh, Tom Brady and the boys, minus 9.5 with a total of 51. Yeah, uh, remember Chase Young saying, we want Tom? Yeah. We want Chase Young to show up this year. 
Hey, where has he been? I think what has he got? One sack? Well, he rushes by the passer. So you see him and you see him in the screen as he goes by upfield. Let me tell you something. Chase Young is like that guy when you see at a crime scene who's always showing up in the movies where you're like, hey, that guy might be the criminal. Chase Young is always a little he's bit around. Like, he's around the scene. Right? Like he's just around. I think I saw somebody make yeah. a sack. I think I saw Montez Sweat or Jonathan Allen make a play. Where are you, Chase Young? Show up. I think they're in trouble in this game against the Buccaneers. I don't want to lay 10 on the road here. But I would be more apt to do it. This is one of these big favorites I would actually take. You know, Buffalo, you t- you Jets, you take the points. But this is a game where I think you can lay it with Tampa. I think the Washington football team's in trouble. Okay. The Panthers. Oh, I, we didn't talk about this because uh, yesterday, or did we? Yeah, we did, I guess, briefly. Cam Newton. They signed Cam Newton. You do not believe he'll be playing at all this week. They are in Arizona catching a big number, 10.5 against the Cardinals. Cardinals, uh, one without their quarterback and without their top two receivers at San Francisco last week. Total 44 and a half here. I tend to believe that they can cover this number, the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm more shocked at the contract that they gave Cam Newton. What was it? It's up to $10 million based on incentives. And I think it's like three or four million for the, se- the remainder of the season. I was like, you really had to pay Cam Newton that much money? I mean, do you really need him? I mean, look, PJ Walker. Well, what are the incentives if they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Is it, is, is it based on uh, based on production? Based on it's got to be based on just how much he plays. It's based I mean. on post game dress code. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, ten and a half here uh, with PJ Walker. I think this team's in trouble here. Remember, Kyler Murray is also another guy that didn't practice on Wednesday. Let's see what happens with this team. But Arizona playing well overall. This team defensively has been better than I thought they would be, and the offense uh, has looked good. I, I think they should be able to dominate this football game. I don't want to touch though. I don't want to lay eleven here. A lot of excitement and positive reactions from the Carolina fan base watching social media about Cam coming back. Obviously, he meant a lot to that franchise. Maybe the most important quarterback in that franchise. Uh, all apologies what, what, what to Jake DeLome. Uh, I thought you were going to say Kerry Collins. We yeah, got three Kerry, choices here. Go. We got an NFC championship <laughs> appearance and a Super Bowl appearance. What, what are we going with here? Okay, let's continue on with the NFL. This is an interesting game to me at, at SoFi. The Vikings here coming in to take on the Chargers. I'm surprised at this number that it stayed at three because I thought this is a game that should have been just below a field goal as well. Vikings are still a talented team. My only question is, is there a letdown off the Sunday night loss coming back, having a two-touchdown league twice in Baltimore, and yet losing that game again? I think this is a winnable game for the Vikings. Um, Total of 53 and a three here. Any way you're going to attack this game at all? Uh, I'm not going to touch it. I still think Minnesota is probably the most dangerous team that's been inconsistent this year. The Chargers defense still has a lot of question marks to answer. I, you know, I thought that was a competitive game. They win that one by, what, three against the Eagles? I, I don't know. I, I know you were high on this Chargers team. Um, can we get back to reality on what they are? Well, the defense is just not good enough. That's the bottom line here, the reality of it. Yeah. There, there's nothing special about the defense. I want to tend to tease this game up to nine because I don't think the Chargers can beat anybody by two scores. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there, but I think this game, if you want to make a bet, and I'm not a big fan of playing totals over 53, mm-hmm. this could be a high-scoring game. I don't think anybody's slowing yeah. anybody down. It's still Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Everyone seems Kirk to tell Cousins. me how great he is. No, not how great he is. I mean, he, he beat Russell Wilson one time there in, in East Lansing in a game that I had Russell Wilson uh, when he was at uh, Wisconsin. All right, here's the game that I like. This is my top play of the weekend. Eagles at Broncos. Here's a number that I understand. Why is it not three or more? Broncos have been two and a half. They're staying two and a half. Total of 45. Do you like the Broncos like I do in this spot? And explain to me, why do the sharp betters love this Eagles team? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I would take Denver here. I think I, I love Denver in yeah, this spot. Yeah, I, I think below a field goal, I think they're going to win this game. I, I think it's a different situation, so... Where you're laying less than a field goal, I think you have to look. Look, at they're going to be able to run the ball here. Yeah, like Denver will be able to run. Chargers even ran the ball last week. Exactly. Denver will be able to run the ball when you're able to run the ball, and then you got a quarterback like uh, two gloves who's not going to turn the ball over and make efficient decisions. He's going to allow Vic Fangio to coach the game that he wants to coach, and you know that the Eagles are never going to hand the ball off to a running back. You no, already exactly. know that. That's exactly. You're playing a one-dimensional offense. I think they're going to dominate this game. Seahawks at Packers. Who's playing quarterback? I don't know for for either team really. Uh, Packers are laying three in this spot at home. This is the game of the week. Um, be nice if it was uh, if it was Aaron Rodgers against Russell Wilson with a total of 49. I can't touch it till I see what's going on. Yeah, I'm with you on this one here. I don't want to touch this one, but if Green Bay's at three, see, I throw saw three and a half earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got to take a shot with Green Bay at three. I mean, to me, the but what if it's love? Well, then I lose. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been losing a lot lately, so it doesn't make a difference. It, it is what it is. Sometimes you're going to win some, you're going to lose some along the way, but. I got to take a shot with the Packers here at three. I'm uh, 
considering making a Packers Super Bowl bet or it's an NFC bad. bet. Look, this defense is good enough. Right now, NFC or AFC, who's the Super Bowl winner? I'd say NFC. I would agree with you. I think mm-hmm. there's only one team from the AFC, and that's Buffalo, but mm-hmm. they haven't been playing particularly well. What? What? There's only one team from the AFC, and that's Buffalo. To win the Super Bowl. But you laughed at me when I had Buffalo ranked number one yesterday. Yeah, because there's still four other teams in the NFC that are better than them. Maybe two. Maybe two. Oh, but you chose to put them ahead of all these other teams. Well, yeah, I need to see, I need to see something from these well, NFC Well, wait a minute. Teams. Why don't you have Buffalo winning the Super Bowl? Why don't you have the AFC winning the Super Bowl if you're telling me they're the number one team? Well, you know, the poll is a poll right now. I don't know. Will Josh Allen improve? Will they figure out how to protect him? I don't know yet. I'd like to see Buffalo beat a good team on the road um, before I get uh, I get into them winning the Super Bowl. I just think with Aaron Rodgers and with this defense, look, this defense is a decent defense. They went and they won at Arizona. They could have won this game in Kansas City. I mean, Mason Crosby misses and then gets a kick block. I think that changed the whole game. Keeping on the Packers on a goose egg, they should have been then level with this game. Look, if it's Bryce Love, I don't even think this team should be in the playoffs. They've done nothing to try to get a quarterback there behind him. If I were Aaron Rodgers, I'm going up to Murphy right now and saying, I want to renegotiate my contract. Listen, you're going to pay me because we've seen what Bryce Love is. He should get a blank check from him. Just give me a blank check right now. I'll let you know at the end of the season. (laughs) Jordan Love, I'm sorry. Although the the running back's better than the quarterback. He really Uh, is. I'd rather have him throwing halfback options. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chiefs at Raiders. This is a Sunday night game. I'm huge all. game. Huge game. It's going to be a huge game at Stadium Swim. This is our biggest crowd of the year last year, and we didn't even know it was going to happen. So many Chiefs fans love to make this trip out to Las Vegas. It was last. It was all you know, red and black mix, 50-50 last year. We have like three different Chiefs game, fans. Game group. of checkers breakout? Yeah. <laughs> we had three, <laughs> three king me, three different <laughs> Chiefs groups coming up here. This should be an amazing crowd and a huge game in the AFC West. Chiefs laying two and a half on the road here with a total of 52. Are the Chiefs deserve it of being favored in this spot? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I really can't answer that question. But I, I guess they are if the number's not moving. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. I, mean, I mean, I think it's, this is a tough one to call. Raiders seem to match up well with this team. Do you I expect think, a bounce back here from the Raiders? I do. I, I think this is a bad time for the Chiefs to be getting the Raiders. I do as well. Yeah. I mean, they went to New York, a tough spot with the rug situation yeah, exactly. and the girl dying and her dog. And they didn't play that bad. The Giants didn't do much, but the pick six really changed that game. I think we're going to get a big effort out of the Raiders this week, and the Chiefs might be up against it. I tend to agree with you. Uh, real quick, uh, we'll talk about this more on Monday. Rams at 49ers. This number was four, down to three and a half, total of 49. Any lean on the Monday night game? Uh, I, I still like the before, uh, Rams to bounce back. All right, when we come back, we're going to see if Amal can pick a winner this week, and I'll have some plays for the weekend as well in the playbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Hudson. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Amal, no good on the over last night at Pittsburgh between UNC and the Panthers. Started out okay. It actually was pacing. If you looked at the end game total, we were right there. Um, right until before halftime, the Pitts kind of wasted an opportunity at first down and 10 at the 17. I, I didn't understand that. Were you watching the game, the 15-yard penalty? I mean, late hit. I mean, he's blocking a guy. The ball just came out of the quarterback's hand. The better thing is, why is Narduzzi taking a timeout what, with 30 seconds remaining on fourth and two? <laughs> you're going to kick a field goal. Take a, get a blocked field goal. Well, if you're going to take the field goal, take the timeout with, with three, three seconds, seconds remaining. I, mean, oh, I thought they second. were going for it. By the way, why do these coaches do it three seconds anyway? What's the difference? What one you, second or three seconds. Yeah, if you fumble the snap, you, you ain't getting another play. Exactly. I don't even understand it. You know what it is? They all do the same thing. The, none of them can go outside Sheep. the box. Sheep. Narduzzi. That guy should be unloading trucks in Transylvania. Borrow a line from Bill Burr. I mean, unbelievable bad coaching. And they allowed this team to come back in the game. Couldn't score in I the thought, second I half. I thought Mac Brown did a good job getting his team back in the game. They, they looked totally they, out of it. They, they were dropped totally the interception from Kenny Pickett. They dropped it and yeah. late in the end of regulation. They could have won the game in regulation. Would Texas have been better off keeping Mac Brown? Ooh, that's a good question. Probably. <sighs> I mean, it's a 15-year-ago question, but... Well, financially, it would have been yeah, worth it because yeah. you're paying out oh. Tom Herman. Uh, Tom Herman, in about two years, you're going to be paying Har- out. Are they Steve still Sark. paying Charlie Strong? They're going to be. I, yeah, I, they are. I, I, they are. Yeah. And then they're going to be paying out Sark here very shortly. <laughs> they're paying out six different coaches. <laughs> what? I'm going to give you the honors. Uh, here's where we do our plays for the yeah. weekend, and you are heavy college football. I am. I've been struggling last uh, couple of weeks here, uh, but we'll see if we get back on track this weekend. Let's start out. Up, my favorite play of the weekend is Washington State catching 14 at Oregon here. No reason for this Ducks team who's won five out of their eight games against competitive opponents by less than 10 points. They've beaten Colorado, Arizona, and Stony Brook are the ones where they've had big wins. You know, Stony Brook, always tough coming out of Long Island. It's always a tough trek to Eugene. That's a tough bus ride. <laughs> it really is. I think Oregon had to pay for the airfare on that one. Nike footed the bill. But I like Washington State here, plus 14 in this one. Then staying up in the Pacific Northwest, I like Washington. Who the hell is Arizona State to be laying five and a half to anybody? I like Washington here catching five and a half. I don't know if it's a subtraction or a negative for Washington to be without Jimmy Lake. But this defense has been still very good. If Dylan Morris can play with half a pulse, I think they got a chance to win this game outright. They, you know, you go back and look at that game. They had every right to beat Oregon as well. Yeah, in that game, they led in the first half. I, the last five minutes of that game was like a coaching clinic of what not to do on both sides of the ball. Did you see that chess I match? I did not. I did go not. Go back and watch it. Go on the Pac-12 Network and find when they're going to because they replay the game yeah. about ten times. Oh, but Just find go, it on YouTube. If go not. one of those sixty seconds deals, and and you, and you in two minutes you can see the last five minutes of this game. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma Baylor here. I got to go with Boomer sooner on the road. 9 a.m. Uh, excuse me, 9 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 o'clock there in Waco. I think Oklahoma's the better football team. They have finally played a complete game that was against Texas Tech, went into the bye. Now we'll see if this team can really get it together. You know, nobody's talking about Oklahoma's chances for a national championship, but the defense has been a little bit better. There's nobody more critical of Alex Grinch than me, but I think you have to give Oklahoma some credit. They've played well here so far this year. 8-0, see if they go to 9-0. And then I like Purdue here catching 21 against the Buckeyes. Too many points, Mike. I thought this line should have been closer to 15 or 16. You asked me what the road line should be. Mm-hmm. Purdue's been competitive. You know, their losses, they lose to Notre Dame by 14, 27, 13. That they game were was, down seven and had a chance to tie that game like four different times. The game was far more competitive yeah. than what the final score indicated there. Uh, they scored 13 against the Wisconsin defense. That's where they struggled. They have another loss in there. I think it was Minnesota where they only scored 13 points. So, as long as Purdue's not stuck on 13, I think they've got a chance here. The Buckeyes have struggled in the red zone. The other thing is I expect Purdue to blitz a little bit here, and that's where they might be able to take advantage of it. Looking for an individual great matchup between Bell and Denzel Burke, the corner for Ohio State. And then I'm going to go with the Michigan Wolverines minus one on the road at Penn State here. I think Michigan is a more complete football team. They really should be 9-0. and I thought they should have won the game against Michigan State. Um, but you got to give Sparty credit for winning that game. I think Michigan goes on the road and wins this one. If Michigan... 
ends up only losing two games this year and goes, whatever, 11-2, and two, wins a bowl game. But their two losses are to Michigan State and Ohio State. Does Harbaugh keep his job? He does. He does. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the reality of it is this team is probably one game for being undefeated and should be, in, I mean, potentially a showdown with Ohio State. Uh, they're a good football team. They're not elite. Here's the problem. Michigan's football program and their fans think they're far superior to what they really are. You had a great line uh, when we were on Lombardi together last year. And I said, which program has fallen the furthest in the last quarter century, Nebraska or Michigan? You said the answer is easily Nebraska, because what did Michigan fall out of the second floor? <laughs> I mean, that's exactly yeah, the right. truth, right? I mean, Nebraska had three national titles in four years. Remember, Michigan the, has had a half in 80 years. <laughs> half, yeah, since 1948, they've had half, half a national in, title, which they had to share with Nebraska. Yes. And, you know, the reality of it is, this is a program that, that has to kind of, it's going to take a little bit of time to get to where they want to be. All right, let's go to the playbook here. It's a little bit of a mix of NFL, college football, um, and uh, soccer, we have a soccer game in there, uh, and a hockey game. All right, let's go with the three-unit plays. I like Minnesota. I think Minnesota wins this game. I'm not opposed to putting some money on the money line here, plus 170. I think they're a better team than Iowa. Iowa's this, I don't know if Spencer Petras is going to play or if he, if he doesn't. I don't know if that's good or bad for Iowa. The backup playing the game against Northwestern. I think Minnesota's much more talented offensively, and I think defensively they're compared to Iowa. It's going to be a low-scoring game with a total of 37.5. I like the Gophers to get the money here, though. Three-team money line parlays gets back plus 120. K-State at home against West Virginia. Iowa State on the road uh, at Texas Tech in Lubbock. And then Oklahoma State at home taking on TCU. Denmark, Faroe Islands under four. I don't expect the Faroe Islands to score. This game's going off right about now. Uh, four is an awful high total. I know Denmark's laying three, but I, I see this game as two to nothing, maybe three to nothing. I am always, It always amazes me when these... Countries with a population of less than 100,000 take on these European powers. Yeah, 54,000 people in the Faroe Islands. Yes, I, I, I had to look it up right now. I was curious about this yes, one. He has to take it with Moldova under this morning as well. Um, tonight, Freddie Anderson is 9-1 and one with the goals against around 1.5. He's been terrific for Carolina. I wasn't sure what they were doing with that trade. I thought it was a bad trade. So far, it's worked out. Um, they're going to play Carter Hart tonight. This game is going to be in Carolina. I'm going to lay the 175. Our hockey expert, Andy McNeil, is laying the puck and a half with the Hurricanes. Um, finish up. You got one more play, right? Yeah, Mississippi State-Auburn. Uh, I like the game under 50 and a half. I'm going to play the first half under 24 and a half here. Mississippi State's defense is better than you think. Its offense is not as explosive as you think. And this Auburn team plays very conservatively with Brian Harson. You saw that last week at College Station. I like your bet on this one because I thought this line should have been 23 and a half. Maybe 24. I thought most. it was going to be 23. Yes, I saw I, 24 and a half. I had a, even 24. I'd have played. Yeah, I'd pass on the 23 and a yeah. half. But uh, I want to go back to the hockey real okay. quick. You mentioned, you know, last night and to uh, our producer's credit, uh, Britton has, he sent me a text. He goes, Hey, what do you think about this Anaheim matchup? And I was like, well, you know, they don't play defense much. Uh, Gibson gives up four goals last night, but they still seven, four, seven, four. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, Mike, they were plus plus one fifty-five at around two thirty-three o'clock. And then they went to plus one forty-five. The reverse puck line on them was plus three twenty-five. I took a small Ooh, play. Anaheim? I took a small play. Why on that are they one. that big of a dog against Kraken? I have no idea. All, all I'm saying is in these hockey games, take a look at some of these teams on the road. We saw it last night. Nashville goes on the road to St. Louis. They were about plus 140 or 150. There's some opportunities in these teams. They're being just, it's ridiculous on some of the pricing. Those are two unit plays the Faroe Islands game, the Hurricanes, and Auburn under. By the way, nice win by the Golden Knights last night over Minnesota. They've always had trouble with the, with the Wild. All right, let's move on to the one unit plays now. Uh, and we have some of them here in the playbook. Uh, oh, oh, one more two-unit play. Yeah, my, my play in uh, the NFL, Broncos two-and-a-half here. I'd even lay the three. I don't get the Eagles. I don't know why. And they got to travel uh, and play at elevation. No, give me Vic Fangio. Lay the two-and-a-half, two units. One unit, I co-sign with you on Purdue. Yeah. It's too many points. Anything over 17, I'd have taken here. I think Purdue can score some points on this team. We've seen Ohio State. I mean, they were a little bit pedestrian last week in Lincoln. Falcons give me plus nine-and-a-half here. I bet this game yesterday. For one unit, I think they have an upset chance if they don't turn the ball over at Jerry World. And I'll go under. I'll go under with Saints. No quarterback. Kamara might be hurt. Titans defense has played better. No King Henry under 44 and a half. I just want to go back to that Buckeyes-Purdue game yep. for a second here. The one thing I like when you're getting this many points in a matchup like this is that a team like Purdue could be down 24 or 25 points and you could get a late backdoor cover score. It, it's such a difference in having to win a game by, say, seven points and cover a number as opposed to 21. It's just a huge difference. So I think that's where Purdue's very much alive in this matchup. And look, they've played this team well. I think they've got some confidence based on what they've been able to do so far. I, they're not going to be intimidated going into the shoe. The filibuster over, Senator Thurman. All right, let's hit a couple college football games before we end up here. 
Big game in the big uh, in the Mountain West. San Diego State hosts UNR. Three point Brady Hoax Lane. Three points here at home with a total of forty six. You lean the home team here, San Diego State. Aztecs. Notre Dame goes to Virginia here. Notre Dame lane five and a half against Virginia. Total of sixty four. Is this total too low with a team that plays no defense in Virginia? Don't know. Irish. Oh, stop now with the short answer. <laughs> you said they're saying I'm talking two too long. Lingering on this Ohio State game. Uh, first of all, is this your first time working with me? And second, I don't know. Did you want to talk about the under in your Tennessee Notre, Notre, New Orleans game? Give me a break here. Notre Dame's going to win this football game. Did you bring this up because it might be the first time? Yeah, I'd lay, lay, lay the five and a half. Yes. Why wasn't it them all in? Because the reality of it is, Britton's in there putting pressure on me. I'm coming into work. I've just got to get these plays in, sent into him. I got other things. I got to appear on other shows for him. Come on, I don't have enough time. And they got to listen to Senator Strom Thurmond over here complaining. Well, I just, I mean, we, we kind of lingered a little bit on the eye. But that, I don't want to linger. Let's go. Story. Hurry up and finish the show. It is, it's, it's, it's ending. Okay. Thank God. Up next, betting across America. See you. I'm out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.